this is Megan. And this is Erin. Welcome. And Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we're both so excited that we're interrupting each other already. Oh, that's a good sign. <laughs> but yeah, welcome to Pretty Smutty. We're going to be talking about Eclipse, the third novel in the Twilight series. And we are very excited to talk about Eclipse because we get a lot of character development. And we love that. We love that for us. We do. I wish that she actually wrote like little novellas. Oh, that'd be of, like, nice. Every character, just so that we can get some more. Because I'm, I'm, a, I love detail. Oh yeah. No, Erin. <laughs> Oof. She pays attention. I do. It's a little too much sometimes. The too much gene runs thick in these veins. <laughs> That's that was a weird way that, of saying it. You, yeah. <laughs> But, you know, it's okay. It's going to go right into um, it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Eclipse starts off with graduation. Mm -hmm. The Cullens and the rest of the Forks High gang are graduating. And Alice is just like, who cares? We're going to (laughs) party. And that's basically her storyline through this whole thing. She just wants a grad party. For some reason, she's just, she really wants to get down. She really wants, so much so that she just tries to get Bella not to tell Edward anything. Which is strange. About, she's like, don't tell him, because if you tell him, then we don't get a party. (laughs) Somehow, (laughs) somehow, he is the grandpa of the group, I suppose, so he would definitely be a party pooper. So... And the reason the reason why she thinks Edward would cancel the cancel the party is because uh, Victoria is creating a newborn army in Seattle. I mean, she has a good point. I feel like there are things <laughs> we should be worried about, right? Yeah. I feel like this is. <laughs> I mean, homegirl can see into the future, and she. <laughs> so she knows. She knows. She knows they're all gonna be fine, right? <laughs> Like, it's true. That's a good point. Like, maybe Alice isn't worried because she knows nothing's going to happen. Maybe, yeah. So, uh, I wish, like, she could have just, like, told people that. I know, right? So much, you know, actually, these books never would have happened if Alice would just, like, take people aside and be like, look. If she was just like, you know what? Bella's going to be a vampire. So you might as well just get it over with, guys. Yeah. You're going to have a baby. You're, oh, God. Yeah, how come she didn't see that? Right? I are, have questions. Are there limits to what she can see? Can the future change? Do they touch on this? I forgot. I don't I don't think so. Hmm. Because we never see a vision change for her. Yeah. Like, it's never like, oh, this is going to happen. So we better do this. Yeah. Because... If that were true, then them flying to Italy should have made her vision change. Once they made the decision to go to Italy, she would have seen Edward alive. That's true. So, what have we done? I don't know. (laughs) We've opened up a whole thing. It's a whole can of worms. (laughs) And now we can never close it. And now, this is what the episode is about. (laughs) Oh, gosh. See, uh, I just... (laughs) What did we do? This is what This happens. is my fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. How can we how can we get back on track? 
Well, we can get back on track by talking about the fact that everyone in Forks is now super into taking bets on what is happening in Bella's life. She really is just that girl, <laughs> isn't she? She is. We got Edward, Jacob fights. We got the students, you know, throwing dollars into a pile to be like, who's going to win? And that's about like... And then, like, Emmett and Jasper make bets on Bella. It's weird. Was this, like, a common thing back then? Is this, like, is this what kids did? Is this what kids are doing now? <laughs> Taking bets right in, on... Right into the podcast, uh, fellow <laughs> youths, and um, tell us. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, Jacob is making it very public that he is vying for Bella's affection Ugh. and love. Jacob, I love you, but it's nothing just, will turn a girl off more. Than, he's trying really hard. He is. But he's a young pup. He doesn't know better. He is a baby. But you know what? Eventually, even babies learn. <laughs> and he's just not getting it. He's not getting the message. Not at all. To the point where he kisses her mm. without, like, asking or, like, getting any sort of, like confirmation that she wants to yeah and she punches him because of it and breaks her hand i mean i support that i do too good for bella for once she's standing up for herself but yet again she is, she is falling apart yes. her body is slowly betraying she her can't. i have a feeling that anything she did was going to break her bones it's in true. some way it's true oh, i mean so delicate a bird a baby bird you know that character in 30 rock mm -hmm. that dates jack yes and she's like i have bones like a bird and like <laughs> <laughs> so she like that's bella bird bones bird bones oh god <laughs> i like it old bird bones and... over there <laughs> that's bbb bella bird bones <laughs> Oh, uh, so Jacob takes her home. Charlie's like, the fuck happened to your hand? Jacob's like, I kissed her. And he goes, good for you, sir. <laughs> Charlie. You have some daddy, if you will. That's, I get that you, I get it. Like, you have this dream of your daughter and your best friend's son getting married and having some babies. Like, I get it. It's but, every father's dream. But you, but he essentially assaulted her. And you're a cop. That's right. <laughs> like. Oh, man. Priorities, Charlie. She's in love with Edward and she's dating him. And you don't like him because he made her scream like a maniac. You don't sleep. like him because he's trying to kill her only so that he could resurrect her again into <laughs> an immortal being. <laughs> I get it, You're... Charlie. I get it. Like, he senses it. Like, in the back of Charlie's mind, he knows. Oh, yeah. No, he can feel that this demon is trying to suck the soul out of his daughter. That's what he is. I mean, he's fighting it. Ugh. But. He wants it. Yeah. He, wants he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So eventually, Charlie does like apologize 
and he and he's like i'm sorry i'm not like a good dad and bella's like no moving here is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me not because of you dad but because i met this vampire and he's super hot that's exactly it he thinks it's like oh bella thank you like that means so much to me but really it's because she met edward what a typical teenage girl which is so sad it is sad that is like poor charlie i know i feel so bad for him like i know that he he said something a little weird but at the same time like he just he's always on the back burner for her i think that that really is just how it is though when you're a teenager like i guess so that is true you your parents even though they have given you life and nurtured you and loved you and will love you more than anything even edward they're they're still just not a priority in your life and that switch doesn't happen until you're like much older and it's unfortunate justice for justice for charlie justice for daddy charlie daddy oh no (laughs) (laughs) you can't no it's always there it's waiting to come out like any chance it It is but the worst i love it the worst part is that i said it as i said it i stuck my finger in my beer bottle and it got stuck (laughs) my finger stuck in my beer bottle i'm not drunk I, I literally just opened this, and I was like, ah, this will make me feel all loosey-goosey and uh, entertaining for the podcast. And, uh, ooh, I, you know, I'm going to leave it in there. Let's go, let's it's keep going. No, let's keep going. It's okay. So, Bella is still talking to Edward about sex. Gosh, she's so... He's still, like... She's so horny. She is. And he's still, like, he's still, like, no, virtue... And damnation. Oh my god. Ma'am, we have to keep, like, like I'm already a vampire, but he still thinks he has a soul. Ugh. Which. Baby, that's, I mean, baby. Long gone. Yeah. Like, vampires are not of God, sir. <laughs> like, what are, I don't know what's happening in his brain, but. It's because he's not a hormonal teenager. He's this kind of, he's this, he's this old man. He's like girl i can't even i couldn't even get it up if i wanted to but he's still in some way like a teenager mm. and we see this a lot like i i do think that vampires still keep some sort of like mentality at the age that they turn mm-hmm. because of the way they act like alice was turned as a teenager mm-hmm. and is manipulative like a teenager that's true and uh same with with like Rosalie, I think, was like early twenties. Yeah, she was a bit older, and you can you can really feel that because she is so mature, yeah. and she she was exactly she was more mature because she was like getting married. Yeah, she was planning a family with her shitty fiance. Mm. So she's turned now, and that's kind of where she is in her like personality. She's committed. She wants a family still, even as a vampire, and so it makes sense. And she and she is pretty outspoken against the whole vampire thing because she she knows what it means what bella would have to give up well bella theoretically everything that rosalie wants yeah which is just human life the ability to even have children yes and 
Bella being so willing to give it up just really pisses Rosalie. And I'm all about that, <laughs> Rosalie girl. I'm with you. That must be so I... hard to watch some dumb girl just throw it all away. Like, I feel totally. it. I feel it. Now, like, I think when I first read the books, I didn't understand Rosalie's side. Oh, yeah, because right. you were also a teenage girl. You were like, oh, Rosalie, why can't you understand? It's true yeah, love. Yeah, like, it's love, right? But, like, now I'm like, Rosalie's right. No, she is. <laughs> she, is the, she is the voice of reason. She is. And, and Oh, sorry. No, you go. I was going to say, it's unfortunate that she's, you know, portrayed as this, this person who is just full of jealousy and malice when it's it's not it's so much deeper than that she she's the only one who's really thinking about about it that that bella's actions have consequences and that will stay with her forever forever i don't even think it's jealousy at this point like i don't think think it's just mm -mm. her wanting bella to live i know i don't think it's jealousy at all but it felt like in the books they're like oh this there's this girl oh she's just jealous she's just jealous because bella you know bella's so special bella's a human bella can have kids you know and um yeah it's oh rosalie justice for charlie justice for rosalie rosalie (laughs) i'm i'll make that shirt and i'll wear it every single day every day I just read here that Rosalie is actually 18. Is she only 18? Yeah. I guess, like, she was 18 in, like, what, the 20s? Uh, 1915, she was born. Really? Okay, 1915. So she's... 30. Yeah. Okay. So that, and, and like, during that time, 18 is, like... Oh, you are meant to be married and start having your, your children, so... Rosalie was engaged to a wealthy dude. I don't know. I don't remember his name. Royce. It's not important. Royce? Mm-hmm. Ugh. <laughs> That's a choice. <laughs> Royce? A choice. Royce. It's, I mean, and then they call him Roy. Sorry to any Roys out there. Roys are always <laughs> bad. I mean, just watch The Office. The Office, that's exactly what I was thinking. Mm. Yeah, this is a sensitive topic we're about to discuss. And, um... It- and so with that, we're going to put a trigger warning right here. Um, if you've never watched or read Twilight before, it is for sexual assault. Uh, we will put the timestamp um, for when we start and end this conversation in the description so that you can skip ahead if this is something that you are unable to, to listen to. So they're engaged. He ends up being a super creep by chance meeting she walks by him and a group of his drunk friends and they decide we're going to rape her for some reason for like they assault her physically and sexually and leave her for dead carlisle finds her saves her and he hopes that she will be edward's mate yeah that's his he's like ooh, that's a weird thing by the way Oh my! Is that he finds a dying girl in an alley who has just been raped? Go, who's just been raped? <laughs> and says, "You know what? You would be good as uh, my 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 son my son friends uh, my friend's girlfriend. son's girlfriend. <laughs> are you like, looking? Are you looking for someone right now?" He says to her <laughs> as she is dying. It's not funny. It's really weird. It's I'm very weird. It's no, it's super uncomfortable. <laughs> it, and it's it's like it's one of those moments where you have to be like, what? 
<laughs> like, but, yeah. And you don't think about it as being weird until you say it out loud, until you talk it out and you're like, holy shit. Like, wow, this girl has just been through a lot. And Carlisle immediately thinks, mm, yes, I will save her so that she can uh, sleep with my, my, my son slash friend yeah. and make him happy because he's really sad right now. He's a sad boy. And you know what would really make him happy? <laughs> A girlfriend. girlfriend. I mean, that's exactly what he is. Oh my god. So, and so after she's turned, she goes and she kills all of the guys and leaves Royce for last and murders him. And she still, she still does not taste their blood. She is above that. She's classy. She's a classy bitch. I like her. I love her. We like Rosalie. And yeah, she's like, no, I don't like Edward. I don't blame her. She took one look and she was like, ugh. What? And he's not into her either, no. which is, eh, who cares? She, but she, like, for the record, Rosalie rejected him. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Let that be on the record. She is rejected by no one. No one. And that's where we're going to lead up to her superpower, <laughs> basically, which is that she is pretty. Dun, dun, dun. That's what Rosalie gets. So Emmett gets, like, super strength. Jasper can control emotions. Alice can see the future. Edward can read thought. And Rosalie gets to be extremely pretty which uh i mean vampires already are very beautiful so she just gets a little nudge and that's it that's That's what she gets for her pain and suffering she's so beautiful it's you know what that's it's actually kind of messed up considering how she was dying and did it did die um yeah she is like like she's just pretty it's such a disservice to her because she's such a badass character. She has the strongest will out of any of them. She's never tasted human blood, and she never will. And that's what she gets. She is is beauty, and I I feel yeah. like you know what? No wonder she's better. No wonder she's yeah. better. I I'd be mad too. It's messed and up. Like ugh, ugh, ugh. justice for Rosalie. We gotta do it. We gotta find and justice for this fictional character somehow. We do. That's Rosalie the title of this episode: Justice for Rosalie. Justice for Rosalie. <laughs> That's true. That's what this is going to be. Just us being super Rosalie stands. Rosalie. <laughs> She finds Emmett, who she found after he had been attacked by a bear Yep. in like 1930-something. Or wait, no, he was born in 1930-something. I don't know. She finds Emmett and she carries him to Carlisle and she's like, please save him because I'm in love with him. Do I know him? No. But do I want to get to know him? You betcha but I do. Totally. He's mine. I like him. That's my man. Change him. And they get there happily after. Again, we need novella. We got like the short life of Brie Turner, who is the girl in Eclipse that the Volturi kill. Mm-hmm. We get a book on her, but we don't get like more like info on the characters who are actually in all four books. <sighs> I'm with you, man. I don't like it. So after, you know, all the sex talk, <laughs> um, <laughs> the wolves, so the Quayute? Quayute. Quayute, yeah. Uh, and the and the vampires, the Cullens, team up to fight the newborns because nobody else will help them. For some reason. Yeah, as if they're um, not a threat to them as well. Yeah, and like potentially outing vampires as a whole because Victoria's not training any of these newborns. She, her sole purpose is to create them so that they will kill Bella and kill the Cullens. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting like that the Volturi don't want to step in but they're also kind of like let's see how the Colons like handle this <laughs> because if they fuck up then we get what we want which is Alice Edward and I mean probably even Bella probably yeah they did they did uh, express some interest in her hmm so uh 
they train Jasper helps train the wolves on how to fight newborns because he has experience from when he was turned. Yeah, as a soldier. As a, as a yeah, as a conf- he was a Confederate soldier. Mm-hmm. He was turned by a vampire named Maria, and so. Within the Civil War, there was a vampire war going on as well. Which, again, that would be an interesting book. That really would. I, I mean, True Blood. Oh. I have I have more questions. Ask away. Even though he's weirdly tall. Like, this is what I'll never get over. Is that they make people from these really long away times. Long away times. <laughs> <laughs> they make them super, super tall. And I don't think they realize how tiny people were back then. Yeah. Because the average height for a dude nowadays is only like 5'10". I think 5'9". 5'9 is the average height for for men in like North America. (laughs) And all these dudes who are from like the 1800s and like the 20s and stuff are all like over six feet tall. And I'm like, that's not like it happened. But it's not that common. Yeah. So how are you finding only the tall ones? Is it because they stand out in the crowd? That's it. (laughs) That has to be it. They're like, that's a tall bitch. I want him. That's the guy I want (laughs) sucking on some blood. I will never get over the height thing. Yeah, it's pretty. I'll never get over it. It's pretty silly. But we don't. Jasper, there's not much to say about him. He's very much in love, very much devoted to Alice. Does not really care about the other members of the family as much. And he's also not able to really control his uh, thirst for blood. No, he has, he struggles a lot. And for someone who is supposed to be able to control emotions. Yet cannot control his own. He can't control his own. Like he's stoic, but he's also a bloodthirsty monster. The irony. Maybe that's the point of it. Ah, have we stumbled upon something that was obvious (laughs) to everyone else, but not us? Oh, no. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't either. We, to be fair, like, we read these a really long time ago, and we were just doing, like, in-depth summary reads. So talking through all of this is um it's bringing light to something it's it's a it's we're learning a lot here you know if you were coming to listen people discuss books that they have read you came to the wrong place we never advertise ourselves as such so we just said we were going to talk about romance novels we didn't say we were going to know what we were actually talking yeah we i thought we were just going to be discussing some some nasty stuff and now i'm talking about jasper's height and i'm just like what is not what I signed up for. It's what I signed up for. <laughs> it's it was the small it was the small print, the fine print. <laughs> so I knew it was there, but you didn't. <laughs> Love it. I know we've mentioned Alice a little bit in the first book. Mm-hmm. But Alice was hunted by James and um, from what we know was actually like a clairvoyant before being turned into a vampire. And so she was put into an insane asylum, a sanitarium, a hospital, whatever they chose to call it back then. Insane asylum sounds really insensitive, but that's what it was called. Yeah, this is a different time. It was a different time. So she was uh, put in there and a janitor changed her into a vampire to save her life against James. Pretty sure that's how it goes. <laughs> I'm gonna go with it. Well, I, I'm pretty sure because, like, if the vampire, if the janitor just wanted to, like, kill her to kill her, he would have. Right? Yeah. He wouldn't have so turned I'm, her. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I should, we should know that. <laughs> 
Here, let's do a... Um, I am. Are you Googling it for us? I am. I'm almost there. It's coming. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Alice, she is... Yes, because she has premonitions, transformed by an old vampire who worked at the asylum to protect her from James, a tracker vampire who was hunting her. So you were right. There we go. And it comes full circle. Like, you know what? Stephanie Meyer may have written a lot of weird shit. (laughs) and may have given us, I don't know, some weird views on relationships and shit. But she did connect things in a really interesting way. Yeah. With James and Alice and Bella. And she brought, she just, it, it does all weave together. She's good at storytelling. It's a good thing that she became a storyteller. So after the training, Jasper's training, uh, they prepare for the fights. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, they think that camping on the mountainside is the safest place for Bella. When will they learn? Why are they camping out in the open in a thin-ass tent? It's... I... I don't understand this. I don't either. I don't get it because, and like, it's obviously set up so that Jacob has to cuddle Bella to keep her warm. Oh, I love this scene. Yeah. And then all he does is think dirty-ass thoughts so that Edward hears. I like it. I like that. I, you know what? I'm actually a really big fan of this. Really? I think it's gross. I like it. I don't know. I think it's kind of sexy. Oh, these are teenagers. No. Ugh. This is Jacob's a dog with a bone. And so Jacob's just thinking all these things. And Edward Edward has to hear them and listen to them. But he's keeping his cool. Mm-hmm. And Jacob's like, you know she loves me. And Edward, which this is big, he says, if Bella wants to leave me for you, I will let her leave me. Like, he's controlling. It is all for her safety for the most part it's to keep her from being you know murdered by a vampire but i don't i truly don't think the character would keep bella no if she didn't want to be no and like i get why he's looked at as abusive and like controlling totally get it yeah definitely but at the same time once we get a little more into it i don't think edward's as much of a controlling creep as we think I think, you know what, as someone who is, you know, pretty staunchly anti-Edward, I think you're right. I think you're right. Hey, did we? No, never. We're not going to convert you to Team Edward. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? (laughs) I don't know. Is it possible? Oh. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. You know what? I do like him more. An eclipse. It says a lot about him, but also we could turn it around and say the reason why he feels that way is because Alice still gets visions of Bella as a vampire. Oh, yeah. So he's very secure in his knowledge that, oh, she ends up with him. Also, you know what I think it is? I think there's there's a huge contrast in the maturity of Edward versus Jacob, and that's really evident now. Yeah. Whereas in the past two books, I felt like... Although Jacob is younger, it felt like he was a little bit more mature. Um, you know, he wasn't playing the jealous boyfriend trope. Um, he's a normal teenager, and I, I really, I liked that. But here we see Edward kind of, um, kind of taking the high road in a way. But then again, like you said, he has those visions. He has Alice's visions, so he's. It's true, but and I mean, he could rub that in in Jacob's face, but doesn't. Yeah. 
So I think, like, Edward does seem to have done some growing Mm -hmm. in between New Moon and Eclipse. So, like, that's something. That is something, you're right. It's a little... Jacob seems to almost have regressed because he does become a little more immature in a lot of ways. And the biggest point is coming up here, which is fight night comes. The Royal Rumble is going to go down. Cage fight. Let's do it. So before Jake goes to the newborn fighting area, um, Edward and Bella are talking and he overhears them talk about their engagement. Which drives him into a, like an angry frenzy. And he tells Bella, I'm going to purposefully die in the fight. <laughs> He's like, oh, you don't want me? Well, I'm going to do suicide by vampire. Oh, God. I'm going to let a newborn kill me because you don't love me the way I want you to love Dramatic me. Dramatic. Drama. So dramatic. It's so gross. And like, it is. It's like Edward might be controlling you know what? That's not true because he also tries to kill himself. And then Bella tries to kill herself. <laughs> what is going on here? And it's true. Bella's like, oh, hey, guys. I want to be in the middle of the fight. Dysfunction. It's all around. A it's a mess. Everyone's just out here trying to, like, die. So this leads Bella to kiss Jacob. Ugh. To be like, no, I do love you. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, my God, I do love him. Girl. It hasn't even been a full year, and she's in love with two guys. Well, Erin, it happens. But you know who? She's not actually in love with him. I know she's not. She's in love with the attention (laughs) that he gives her and the way that he loves her, and she wants so badly to reciprocate that, but she just can't. Does she or does her egg? Ah! (laughs) How dare you call Rumpelstiltskin that? So they go off to fight. Seth, sweet baby Seth, comes to help protect Bella. And I wish we had more Seth in the books. He's a little angel. But unfortunately, we don't. So Victoria and her new love, Riley, come to kill Bella. And Edward and Seth murder them. <laughs> and that's about, that's basically it. We don't get the wolf fight. Mm-mm. We don't see any of that or read any of that. Uh, Bella cuts herself with a rock to try to, like, help. She's like, oh, I'm bleeding. And the vampires are like, ah, human blood. And then Edward and Seth, like, rip them apart. And that's it. Jacob gets hurt in the fight. Um, They tell Charlie it's a motorcycle accident. And he sees that Edward's super worried about Jake. And so he's like, maybe Edward's not that bad. And maybe Charlie should marry jake yeah (laughs) if you love him so much charlie why don't you marry him yeah i know he's 15 but still (laughs) he is still 15 in this he is like that i'm just or maybe 16 that's let's say 16 that's better like it's still he's still a baby though oh we skipped the part where the voltori show up oh my god i feel like this this one has so much it's so much this like, I tried to break this down and I was like This already this already feels like a blooper episode because like it's so hard to get everything in. Yeah. And we spent half of it talking about the Titanic. <laughs> we did spend a lot of it talking about the Titanic. Oh my god. So the Volturi show up and they're like, Hey guys, we were watching the whole time. Sorry we didn't help you. <laughs> um Thanks for nothing. 
Yeah, Jane's there. She tries to hurt Bella again. Like, girl doesn't learn her lesson. Bella faints because Jacob's hurt. So she's back to her old ways. (laughs) She's She's back on her bullshit. She's back on it. She's like, oh my god, Jacob's hurt. Oh, and she faints. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, still Jacob's mad at her. And she cries all night about it. She, (sighs) She cries all night over Jacob while Edward is there with her. That has to be tough. I mean, it's kind of shitty of her. A little bit, yeah. And Edward's still, like, really understanding. Like, I get it that he knows that she's going to be with him, but it's still not going to feel good. No, absolutely (laughs) not. When the person that you love is crying over another person. It's just a mess. Like, this whole book. It is. It's really entertaining because it is. There's, like, a lot of, like, trashy Jerry Springer elements to it. You know, like, oh, she's with Edward, but she's kissing Jacob. She she loves Edward, but maybe she loves Jacob, too. She's punching him. She's fainting. She's bleeding. She's, she's punching. She's fainting. She's bleeding. There's just so much. It's, it's so, you're right. It's so Jerry Springer. It is. I love it, too. I love that. I love trash. <laughs> so after, you know, her night of weeping, Edward takes Bella back to the meadow. And he's like, hey, let's have sex. <laughs> and she's like, no. I don't want to now. <laughs> the one thing that she has been begging like, begging for since the first book, Edward's finally like, you know what? I think I'm ready to do this. And she's like, no, responsibility and virtue. Or have you forgotten, <laughs> Edward? Come on. Like, we got to be responsible. What? And, <laughs> and virtuous. Also what? Oh my goodness. <laughs> But really, it's just because her egg is calling for for Jacob. For Jacob. (laughs) Her womb wants him. And so they officially announce they're engaged to Charlie. Charlie's not happy about it. Oh, why would he be? Understandably. This dude literally just left and destroyed his daughter's life. And then came back and destroyed her friendship (laughs) with his choice. So Charlie's like, I can't control her. She is 18. And that's basically it. Like, Jacob gets an invite to the wedding, turns into a wolf, and runs away. (laughs) It's such a funny image. He's just like, y'all. Howls at the moon. Peace out. Howls and just takes off. So should we get to our our smut score? Oh, yes. Smut score. Some things happened. Some things did happen. We got a little extra. Even Edward was like, sick. Give it to me. Give me. And outside, too. He's adventurous. He's lived a long life, Aaron. He's like, see this pretty ass meadow? Let's do it. (laughs) He's apparently like, he's, what's that word? When they're like. Kinky. No. Oh. Um, oh man, I can't think of the word. When they're like... I had Exhibitionist? Yes! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> he's that, because he's like, ooh, a meadow, let's do it outside. I want to sparkle. Which, we're going to talk about their choices for intercourse next next episode, because... Too much. Choices. 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 
Um, what's your smut rating? Would we even, what is it? What is it? It's a, mine's a two. Have I been saying two this entire time? I, you gave Twilight a two. (laughs) I think we both, I, you gave New Moon a one. Okay. I gave it a zero. I'm going to give this one a three. You're going to give it a three? I have to break away. I have to, I have to be, I have to, whatever you say, I have to have a differing point of view. Just by a little bit. Just, just enough to spice things up. Yeah. I mean, I think that's fair because the way that we view smut does vary a little, does like differ a bit. Yeah. I think it's, it's fair that we have different scores because we, yeah. We're different people. We are. We're different people with different views. We're not the same. We're not, we're not just one person having a conversation with themselves. Or, <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. Alrighty, so. That was Eclipse. It. it was Eclipse. It was a ride. A total a Eclipse. Ride. Of the heart. Of the heart. Turn around, bright eyes. See you. <laughs> <laughs> next next week when we talk about breaking dawn thank you guys for tuning in if you yes. did and if you didn't then did you miss out on something i was gonna say they're totally missing out really okay good <laughs> so yeah we'll see you guys next week when we talk about breaking dawn the titanic never sank have a nice <laughs> have a nice have a nice day guys bye bye <laughs>